You're tuned in to Give It a Rest, the podcast, where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It a Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. Okay, deep breath because today's episode makes me feel some kind of way. Today, we are talking about flaking, ghosting, backing out, canceling, whatever you want to call it, but it's almost become a cultural phenomenon. The idea of not following through with whatever you have previously scheduled with a friend. And while it's becoming increasingly acceptable, it's also becoming increasingly frustrating. And you'll notice that it's like a cultural phenomenon. In fact, as I record this, I go on Twitter, okay, and I look up cancel plans, just that phrase in the search bar on Twitter, and you will see a very entertaining uh, strand of responses, people who are talking right now in real time about the topic. And the fact that it's so flooded with commentary, this one subject, really does demonstrate the point of how comfortable we have gotten with doing it to each other, and also how poorly we're managing when it's done to us. So you've seen this before. You see the memes on like Instagram, Facebook, about how relieved you secretly get when somebody cancels plans. You're like, yes, that's awesome. But then there are times you're super frustrated or you don't know what it means for the friendship. Um, Literally right now, as I'm looking on Twitter, one lady writes, I cancel plans to spend time with me. Okay, girl, I feel you, but let's talk about why that's super problematic. Um, Another writes, hey, I'll cancel my plans if you just tell me that you want to see me. That's a whole other topic we're going to address is the things we do to our friends when a new love interest comes into our lives. Um, several memes about, oh, when I say I'm canceling plans and then what I'm really doing. And then of course, some meme of you in your pajamas watching freaking Netflix. So this goes to show that we're all dealing with it, but I have to say, I'm not seeing the right conversations take place surrounding why we do it and the inevitable consequences and strain it has on our friendship. So we're going to address two groups. We're going to start with those of us who cancel and the things we need to do to not fall into that habit. And then we're going to address getting canceled on and how you should manage it instead of just being frustrated or writing off their friendship or secretly being passive, passive aggressive in every exchange you have thereafter. When we're done with this episode, I need you to run over to Facebook and join the group titled the Give It A Rest podcast after party because that's where we share our thoughts sometimes in real time about the episode. Women share their experiences, kind of like a girl me too kind of moment. And I want to hear all your reflections on what we share today. If you feel personally attacked, go over there. And let me know because I love having the conversation. But whether it's a girl I'm counseling kind of as a as a formal coaching client or when I'm talking at different events and I've been asked to speak on a subject whenever we open up to Q&A, this tends to be a common theme or question that somebody poses. So it indicated to me that let's have a deep dive conversation through an episode. 
So let's talk about a couple things uh, of advice, a couple considerations for the woman who finds herself canceling plans. There are three things I want to offer to you to consider the next time you are tempted to send that text that's like, actually, I can't. So here's the first thing for those of us who tend to flake. Here's the first thing to keep in mind. Number one, you are locking yourself in a situation you can't get out of. You are locking yourself in to a situation you can't get out of. So let's say you receive an invitation to a dinner party or to go see a movie with a friend. We tend to jump right into like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let me know what time. On its face, that seems relatively harmless, right? Like we're saying, yeah, okay, that sounds awesome. I would love to do that next weekend. But here's the problem is you can't account for how you might feel next week weekend or next week. So let's say it's Monday night and somebody's asked you to go to a birthday dinner next Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Well, in the moment you're like, of course that sounds fun and that's my friend so I want to show support. I'll be there. But here's some things you should start to consider when you receive those invitations. The first is think about the time, the place of the actual event you're being invited to And consider that against the mindset you might find yourself in. So if you've been invited to something a week away, it's at six o'clock, which means it's after work. What position might you find yourself in? Mentally, would you be pretty tapped out after a long day at the office? Will you feel like combating uh, rush hour traffic in order to get there? Is it something that requires you to go home and change your clothes? Who are the other people there? Are they people that you can feel totally comfortable with so you don't mind kind of sliding through after work? Or is it one of those friendship groups where you kind of have to really use up mental energy just to be there and you won't be in the mood? So consider the environment of the event and the mindset you will have for the particular invitation you're getting. And if you can't 100% know right away that it's something you'd be thrilled to go to, then don't say yes. Because once you do say yes, one of two things will happen. Either that moment will creep up on you and you'll realize, gosh, what did I sign up for? I really can't handle this. And you'll have to cancel, which is just bad for your reputation. I don't think we talk about reputation enough. Uh, It used to be like an old school theme and value that was preached to us by our parents. But think about your reputation. Do you want to be known as the flaker? Okay, as a flake? No. Or what will happen is you do go, but you're dreading it all week long because you know you're not going to be in the mood. So it ends up being a week long thing of you dreading this thing that's coming up in six days. So you're borrowing worry. You're borrowing trouble for six days on end. That doesn't sound pleasant at all. So don't lock yourself in with a yes when it's going to be something you can't get out of. Consider the event. Consider your mindset. The second thing to keep in mind to help you avoid being a flake is to remember a firm no is just fine. Here's that's here's why that's especially difficult for women, however, is research shows us that Women have a higher degree of agreeableness than men. This means more. we are more likely to say yes. We're more likely to say, yeah, girl, me too. And I don't necessarily think that that study is saying we are more passive 
or docile. I don't think it means it in that way. I think it's just that we're so eager sometimes to establish common ground, similarity, you know, like-mindedness with someone that we're saying like, yeah, me too. Totally. That sounds great because it feels good, right? And also because it creates connection and we are beings that really thrive on intimacy and closeness with another woman. So when we get an invitation to attend something or plans to go somewhere tomorrow night, it's like, yeah, of course, you know, it feels friendly. It feels positive. But even as sometimes we offer that, yes, we know in our minds it is a no. So here's a secret that you should cling to that I hope will offer you relief. A firm no is fine. Now, of course, delivery matters. I don't mean if a friend asks you to come out with her tomorrow night, you say no, but thanks. Okay, I mean, get it together. Obviously, you got to deliver it with some kind of, you know, gentleness. But I mean it like this. Let's say uh, friends at work are saying, all right, well, we're going to go to happy hour tomorrow. You should totally come. You might be tempted to say, okay, yeah, sounds good, even though you don't want to. I encourage you to say this instead. I don't think I can make it, but give me all the details on Monday morning because I know y'all are going to get crazy. So promise me you'll download me on how it goes. That's a firm. No, I ain't coming. But it also creates like a, a, a kindness, a friendliness that shows that there's no hard feelings surrounding your decline of that event. So find a way to say, oh, I can't make it, but dot, 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 and either offer an alternative where you say, no, I can't make it, but maybe next Friday or just follow it up with a, but girl, download me on the details because I know it's going to be a good time. That's totally fine, acceptable, and now you can skip away problem-free to whatever event you have planned without dreading saying yes to an event that you shouldn't have said yes to. And the third tip for those of us who tend to flake is if you have to, then go. Unpopular opinion, but we value commitment. People who do what they say they're going to do. And if you said, yeah, I'll be there on Friday and Friday afternoon rolls around and you don't feel like going, guess what? Go. Because you said that you would. And I don't think we elevate that option as much as the others. Yes, we can blame technology for making it way too easy to send a text and back out. But I beg you, I beg you to consider the consequences of when you do that. It may have been easy to do, but the impact may be more than you signed up for. So even though it was a quick no and then you go on about your life, you throw in your sweats and download with some Netflix, there's nothing wrong with that. But what are some unintended consequences of doing just that? People kind of mentally making a no and then really not trusting you, you not being seen as a person of your word, you not being seen as supportive because you said that you'd do something, but then you didn't. And we value follow through in a friendship, reliability in a friendship. It's very important in building trust with friends. And I think we separate the two. Oh, canceling plans feels innocent, but actually it's a trust issue. It ain't a a canceling issue. It's not a reliability issue. Or, a, or a, a spontaneous issue. It's not an issue of spontaneity. It's about trust. And you do that enough times. And although your friends might still be friendly with you, they will trust you less. So I beg you that you sometimes entertain the third option that I'm offering here, which is to do what you said you're going to do and to just be a woman of your word. 
those are the considerations I have to offer for those of us who tend to flake. But when it comes to getting flaked on, how do you handle kind of being in your feelings and rightfully so? How do we manage being flaked on without getting bitter, without holding it against our friends? A couple pieces of advice for you. More women are starting businesses than ever before, so it's likely that you're friends with a female entrepreneur. One way you can support her is by helping her make sure her money is together, and a common headache for business owners is tax season. So refer your business owner friend to thefreshtaxmaven.com where she can have a virtual, professional, and pain-free experience with a business that specifically caters to women who wear a lot of hats. And get this, if your friend books an appointment with the Fresh Tax Maven using code GIVEITARREST, she'll receive a free $100 restaurant gift certificate. And then guess who she's probably going to take to some fancy dinner with her? You. So shoot your girl a text right now to tell her the Fresh Tax Maven is about to make her life a little easier. Find more information on thefreshtaxmaven.com or follow them on Instagram at thefreshtaxmaven. The first is try giving her the benefit of the doubt. Of the doubt. So it's likely that when she tells you she double booked or she got caught up with the baby or she's super tired from work, she actually means it. So try extending a bit of grace and let her know that you understand. Life, it really does get complicated. It gets unpredictable. And sometimes it is hard to maintain commitments in the chaos of daily living. So try to do your best to resist the urge to create a mental story about her being deceptive or not caring and take her words at face value and then just try to reschedule. So benefit of the doubt. The second piece of advice that I can offer for a girl who's just been flaked on is to maybe send a reminder to her beforehand. Or so this, I guess, is is before she actually flakes on you. Try sending her a reminder beforehand. So is if it's almost time for the coffee date that you arranged a week ago, it might be helpful to send her a friendly reminder like 24 hours beforehand just to kind of prevent that from even being an issue. And if she no longer wants to meet up, it gives her a chance to say so before you find yourself dressed up and driving to the coffee shop. It can also help if she's genuinely forgotten about the plans. You know, it gives her that opportunity to make sure everything's in order so that you two can actually hang out. The third tip that I can offer here is to say what you mean. So let's say you just received that text that's like, sorry, can't make it. It can be tempting to respond with, oh, girl, that's okay," when she's ditched you for like the third time. But it would actually be very disingenuous of how you really feel. So instead, maybe try something that offers truth in a way that's not accusatory or passive aggressive. So try something like, oh, that's too bad. I was looking forward to another good belly laugh with you. It was tough for me to find a day that worked with my schedule, but I can totally find a way to carve out time next time if you want to link up soon. So let me know. Miss you. To be totally honest, I had a female friend do this with me maybe two months ago. We had made plans a week in advance to do something. And she has a job where she flies around and she's just kind of an all around badass. And she's always doing super cool things. And so we made this plan a week in advance. 
And she was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And we hadn't talked about it for a full week. So I kind of didn't know if it was happening or not. And so kind of last minute, I had some things going on with the baby and traffic. And I was like, hey, you know, I, I don't know if you were still trying to meet up, but maybe we can reschedule it with everything going on. And she gave me this same response about, oh, okay, I understand it was actually, you know, tricky for me to try to find some time to meet up and I saved today for you, but I understand that things come up and I didn't take it as shade. She was absolutely right. I was disregarding the intentional moves that she had to make to carve out time for me. So I suggest that you do the same. Another tip, if you um, tend to get flaked on or you don't want to experience that again is let the other person off of the hook from the beginning so if you notice uncertainty when you initially suggest the hangout then remind the friend that you two don't have to set anything in stone so studies have you know shown that agreeableness remember that we're likely to say yeah girl me too and this is definitely present when women feel the need to accept invitations so if you notice that she's not sure if she can come from the very beginning then don't force her to set something in stone. That way you're not set up for disappointment when she realizes that she actually can't attend and it helps her to not feel obligated. And the last piece of advice I can offer to somebody who's just been flaked on is to consider the track record. If your friend cancels an outing, then show her grace and understanding. But if she repeatedly bails on your friend dates, then consider A, no longer initiating get-togethers, and B, evaluating the priority of the friendship. So there are several cultural factors at play as to why it's more common than ever for people to cancel plans, but you don't have to accept it, especially if it's something that's making you unhappy and kind of frustrating you. So if you value follow through and you value reliability, but your girlfriend has made repeated habits of ditching, then it's time to have a conversation because that becomes a matter of disrespect for your boundaries and disrespect for your time okay repeated cancellations are demonstrates are are demonstrations of that disrespect Um, so maybe that indicates it's time to have an honest conversation something that many women avoid despite its power to clarify and bring understanding in our friendships so look at the friendship and see if your expectations of the relationship align life is unpredictable Sometimes it leads to cancellations and plans that are forgotten and agreements that we break. That's just what it is. But we owe each other a little understanding and we owe each other follow through and commitment to our word. If we don't, it will surely have a negative impact on our friendships. But the key, as always, is to have open dialogue about it. If you found today's episode helpful or if you're like girl i feel personally attacked either way come and tell me about it over at the give it a rest podcast after party it's a group on facebook where we're sharing our experiences our reflections on the episode and then updating each other whenever we go and put the strategies into practice with our real live friends so i'll be over there rooting for you and i'll also be giving you your weekly friendship tips over at give it a rest movement on instagram so until the next episode go out there and create nurture and fight for your female friendships because we need each other See you soon.